Hello, everybody, and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. My name is Chad Russell. That is Kurt Souter, and Kurt is with Further Still Ministries. And this little show we do is called Solid Steps Radio. We believe in this show that you men and women too, but our audience is, is for guys. We, we want to do a show to men and say, okay, men, you're good at talking about sports, weather, and politics, but we got to talk about things that last for eternity. And some people go, well, what about basketball? Doesn't that last for eternity? Well, it depends on what, who, who, what a fan you, who, whose team you're rooting for. <laughs> but the point is, those are all temporary things. We need to talk about eternity, and we want to be a tool in your toolbox to do that. So today, we're talking, and we have been talking for the past few weeks about a topic that the majority of people that I engage with, and Kurt, you can chime in here, that when you start bringing up this topic, they sort of get a little bit um, distance, like they don't really know a lot about, and that topic being spiritual warfare. So today, we're talking about a in the fourth week, we're going to do five weeks. We were going to do four weeks. Now, this is the fourth week, and if you didn't hear the first three weeks, the first three weeks talked about, the first show we talked about Satan. The whole show is about him, meaning he is an enemy, he's real, he is under God, he rebelled against God, and now he is a defeated foe of of God's, and God has had hit his number since day one. But he is formidable. He is a real enemy floating around here. The second show was about demons, and demons are fallen angels who rebelled with Satan against God and fell with him when they didn't quite pan out like they had hoped. <laughs> and now they, how many? We believe there are millions of different de- uh, demons. We don't know all the details. We just know there's an army of angels that rebelled with Satan against God and they fell. A third of the angels of heaven fell. And, and let me just make a comment there, Chad, real quickly, that uh, uh, Jesus de- dealt, taught, and dealt with the powers of darkness regularly. So did the apostles. And so, I mean, it's, it's just a matter of truth. Right. It was very much reality. Back then, and, the first century church, it was part of their day-to-day life, knowing that it was part of spiritual warfare. It was just part of being a Christian. Yep. And so that was the second week show. The third show we did was about spiritual warfare in general and that we are in a war. And what does, what does prayer look like in warfare? What does the, reading the Bible and how does God's word come into play as far as spiritual warfare? And today, the next two shows, we're going to answer some questions that most people have that we've seen uh, come across our experiences with people about just warfare in general. Today's first question, we're going to jump right in, is what does spiritual warfare look like from a maintenance standpoint? And we've talked about, I can't remember who it was, but your car has maintenance. You got to change the tire rotate the tires, change the oil. You got to do just some basic maintenance on a car. And so today we want to ask the first question is what does the maintenance look like, Kurt, in regards to a Christ following person who says, okay, I woke up today. What does spiritual warfare look like on a quote unquote normal day in regards to maintenance? And I, you know, I don't want to oversimplify this, but it's really, you know, maintenance. What does that mean? God wants more than anything for us to walk with him. And so there's, there's just some practical things that we need to incorporate in our daily lives. And some of you have heard this probably hundreds of times. 
and I and if you if that's the truth for you as you're listening, then just embrace that and and may you teach this to others. Some of you, this is mean like maybe brand new information, but when we think about walking with God, there Jesus is all about truth. The enemy is all about lies, and so we want to embrace the truth. God's word is truth. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. I mean, and so we, when we walk with Jesus, we need to, that goes hand in hand with we go to the scriptures. We go to the Bible. And you're like, oh, isn't that an ancient, archaic book that just, uh, you know, just stories of old? No, no, that, it is the best-selling book every year, um, New York Times bestseller worldwide every year, and it has been that way for <laughs> years and years and years and years, and we need to approach the Word of God, the Bible, the Scriptures in our walk with Jesus. And so when we walk, when, when, when we open the Bible, whether we're reading out of the Old Testament, the Psalms or Proverbs or, you know, whatever, or the New Testament, the Gospels or the Epistles, as we are reading, we are doing it in communion with Jesus. And we're and, and one of the best ways to do that is before we even open the Bible, we just bow our heads or, and we close our eyes or we can leave them open if we want to and just pray and say, Lord, I need you today. I need to hear from you today. And I'm going to just have a little moment of quiet here. And I'm, I just want to be still and know that you are God, Psalm 4610. And I'm, I'm welcoming you into our day. Preferably, we, we like to do this you know, kind of first thing in the morning. I right. try to do first thing in the morning before I even get out of bed. I'm laying in bed and I try to say, good morning, Lord. It's a new day. I'm alive. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't go home to heaven last night. Uh, I'm still alive on this earth. Another day to serve you, another day to walk with you, another day to be with you. And therefore, I'm just beginning the day in bed, haven't even got out yet, and just commune with him. Begin to acknowledge and and typically it's a a time of Lord thank you thank you for life thank you for the rest I got last night thank you for this day that's ahead of me thank you Lord for my family thank you Lord that you are with me and just commune with Him then I try to move into fairly shortly thereafter but I I don't want to make this legalistic but I I want to go to His truth. And I believe with all my heart that God's word is true and it's meant for us on how to walk with him and how to live with him and how to interact with others and how to live, uh, you know, a righteous life before him. Now, my righteousness doesn't come by me doing good. My righteousness comes through Jesus and my faith and trust in what he did on the cross for me. Uh, but at the same time, I want to go to the scriptures and I and, and like, I, Lord, I need wisdom. I do not have enough insight, enough understanding, enough knowledge, enough wisdom on my own. Therefore, I'm going to the source of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's God's word. Right. And so it's a, it's a spirit of prayer. It's a spirit of dependency. It's a spirit of, Lord, I need you, and I'm coming to your word, and I don't fully understand all this scripture. I've been, Chad, I've been looking and studying and memorizing and reading the scriptures for 35-plus years, like regularly, every day. And it's, there's still some mystery to that. Right. But i got to be okay with that. Yeah. And, um, and I want to study. And so when we think about 
uh, approaching the Bible and maintain maintaining for spiritual warfare. Um, that's a that's a part of it. Right. I, I love what. Um, Charlie Tremendous Jones, great motivational speaker back in the day, and he used to say, you are what you read. And, and so I think we need to be constantly reading and thinking and meditating and reflecting on Scripture and also really, really good Christian books, books that are solid with theology, solid with biblical framework. And, and they will help us, and, and not just reading, but then also listening, listening to good sermons, listening to good messages that are going to challenge and equip and train us in maintaining our walk with Jesus. Before you started the show, you talked about eye and ear gate. Oh, Talk about that for a second. If we, you know, dads, we're, this is a show for men by men, so dads, if we are not us monitoring our eye gate and our ear gate. What our eyes are seeing and what, our ears are hearing. Absolutely. Then we are absolutely being fools. And then relay that over into our kids or our grandkids. If we are not helping our kids monitor their eye gate, monitoring their ear gate, we are being fools. The enemy will play with that big time. So what I'm hearing, though, is as we finish up this segment, and we're going to continue on talking about this topic, this question, is that it's not just about keeping ourselves from looking and listening to bad things only. Mm-hmm. If that's your primary focus, don't look at this, don't listen to this. You're you're doing half the battle. Uh, oh, I, I would yes. We have to look at the good things and listen to the good things as primary. And if we're filling our mind and heart with good stuff, that's going to keep the bad stuff out, not alone let alone being intentional about not looking at it, we're already filling ourselves up with the good stuff. Yeah, I mean, a good offense is really, really helps with a great defense. Right. And if we are proactive in the things of pursuing the Lord God, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God. There's a lot of firsts in the Bible. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Um, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. There, there's things that we need to do every day. Right. By doing that, that helps us battle the enemy. We're going to take a break, come back in the next segment, and continue to talk what maintenance looks like. But then also in today's show, we're going to talk about what happens when the warning light comes on, like in a car, and you think, hey, I got some issues. What do we do about those? So we're going to take a break, be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. We want to thank our sponsors of our show, LNN Credit Union. Uh, they have been around the Louisville and Kentuckyana area doing great work with businesses, individuals as far as checking, savings, loans, you name it. LNN Credit Union has been taking care of this city and they take care of us. Vision First Eye Care, 11 different cities and six in the Louisville area alone. If you need eye care in regards to contacts, glasses, or just your overall eye health, nobody will take care of you like Vision First Eye Care. Frank Enterprises, they are professional septic tank landscaping and wastewater management service. And if you've got some water outside not going where it's supposed to go or you need some landscaping work or septic tank, Frank Enterprises can take care of you. So our first question we had in this last segment was, we opened the show with, what does a maintenance issue look like? What does maintenance look like? Like a car, you got to change the oil, you got to rotate the tires. And we just started talking about you got to be walking with the Lord. <laughs> That's top button issue to maintain a spiritual health wise. As far as warfare goes, you got to be walking with the Lord. And you started talking a little bit about how you use the word of God. 
talk a little bit more about what that looks like on a day-to-day basis. You know, first thing is, you know, we mentioned last segment is to pray. It's a spirit of prayer. It's a leaning into quiet. And then it's it's opening God's word. And, you know, I, I just read a little bit of my journal this morning and you go, oh my gosh, I got a journal? What, what, you know. Guys, um, I'm just telling you, if you want to live a life that moves and moves more and more towards um, victory and fulfillment and peace and the power of God, I think you got to write some things down. doesn't mean you got to be a journalist, doesn't mean you got to be an author, but I just, Lord, thank you for a sweet day yesterday walking and talking with Nancy and some things that I'm really grateful for. And then I, I begin to open the Bible. And uh, James chapter 4, I, kn- I knew that we were going to be talking about this stuff today, and so I'm reflecting on that. I've read that verse and that passage numerous times, I, I don't know, dozens and dozens and dozens of times, maybe hundreds. And, and so but I, then I begin to reflect and there's two verbs there. It says submit to God and resist the devil. So I, I wrote the word submit down. And I go, okay, what does that mean? You know. And then I wrote the word resist down. And uh, what, is, what does that re- re- mean? And then, and then I was also in my quiet time, I'm reading a book uh, by a preacher out in, uh, on the West Coast, John Mark Comer. It says live no lies. And it's recognizing and resist the three enemies that sabotage your peace. And he's talking about the world, the flesh, and the devil. And he's just doing a, a theology on the world, the flesh, and the devil. And and then I, I, I was also, there was a quote that caught my eye today, and, it's, uh, and so I wrote it down. It is often the case that you swallow a lie about God before you swallow forbidden fruit. Let me say that again. It is often the case that you swallow a lie about God before you swallow forbidden fruit. And so one of the things that the enemy is always going to want to try to do is that God is not good, that God, God is not trustworthy, that you need to live in fear, that, you, that, that God somehow is cutting you short just a little bit. Mm. And, and he's going to tempt you to believe that. And that's why we got to go to the Bible, because the Bible says, no, no, God, if God is for you, who can be against you? If God is with you, that you are more than a conqueror for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. If God is with, with you, 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 you don't have, the, you don't have a, a spirit of fear, but you've been given the spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. And all of those things, I need to remind myself over and over and over and over again and I've been preaching now for over 30 years, but I still have to remind myself. And uh, Chad, you said uh, y- you carry a bunch of declaration statements that are right out of the Bible. Yeah. And I, I jumped in the car with you not too long ago, and I go, dude, what, what is this? And you, and you were reading statements of truth yeah. right, you right can, out of the Bible. You can never have and I want to say this, you can't read this enough. You don't have to read it once. And you don't read it once and go, hey, I'm good. I read stuff over and over and over again. It's not about what we read. It's about what we reread and reread and reread right. and training our mind. That's why the, the Apostle Paul said to Timothy, Timothy, train yourself to be godly. This is not a matter of, oh, I, I, heard, I heard that sermon once and now I'm, I'm done. 
It is a matter of over and over. We're watching the Olympics right now. It is repetition over and over. You fall down and you get back up and you do it again. And you fall down, you get back up and you do it again. And you do it again and you do it again. And, and that's the spiritual life. Richard Foster says it's, we don't need more intelligent people or creative people. We need people who have depth. We need deep people. And that, and that, what, what does that mean? That means we have to be men who go, uh, who are, who train ourselves to be godly. What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? What does it mean to lean into Jesus? And 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 Chad, one of the things I, w- I want to read a couple of these truth statements that you carry around in your, in your car. Sure. Um, and one of them is uh, I recognize there's only one true and living God who exists as the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He is worthy of all honor, praise, and glory as the one who made all things, and he holds all things together. I recognize that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Word who became flesh and dwelt among us. I believe that he came to destroy the works of the devil and that he disarmed the rulers and authorities and made a public display of them, having triumphed over them. I mean, those are just two there's, I got 11 on this page. Now, what you just read here was not a Bible verse, but it was Bible verses, truths of, of God's word, kind of melded together to a statement that you just say, okay, this is a true statement. And it's got scripture references there. You want a reference of who, where that came from? Yeah, this is uh, Dr. Neil Anderson, uh, his ministry, Freedom in Christ Ministries, based out of uh, down in Tennessee, the Knoxville area. And uh, if you... Just Google Freedom in Christ Ministries. Uh, Dr. Neil Anderson, a, a professor and a theologian, and uh, lays out. Uh, you might not agree with everything that he says. I'm not for sure I'd agree with everything, but I'll tell you what, he's a great, great man of God, and I've learned a whole boatload of, of the things of Christ and things of Jesus, and all of these statements come right out of Scripture. These aren't just man-made up. You right. know, These come right out of the Bible. And when you begin, I, I did this for a bunch of college students uh, a week or two ago, and we stood up and we read uh, this page 10 on the Steps to Freedom in Christ out loud. I said, now, guys, we're going to all do this with gusto. We're going to do this in faith, and we're going to do this in, in, in a prayerful way. And all of a sudden, I go, okay, here we go. Bang, we did number one, and we read it out loud. It was like 30-some college students there, and we, we did two, three, all the way down to 11. And I looked at them, and I said, what, how do you guys feel right now? And I mean, these college students are like, we're more than conquerors, you know? We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, you know? You could just see the confidence in these students. You could just see boldness. You could see courage. You could see these men and women were had just come alive. And I go, why? Because you just declared the truth of God's word. And um, that's, that's why we need to do these things, these kinds of things. We don't do these things to be free. We do these things to live in the spirit and live in freedom that we've already been given. We don't earn our freedom through our works or words no. that we say out loud like spells. That, that's not what this is. No. But we do have earned our freedom through Christ, through his works, through his work on the cross, his actions, not ours. And now that we've been given this freedom, we are able to walk in freedom, and that's where we're trying to talk about what warfare is. Satan wants to bind us up, 
we are already free in Christ. This is just helping us live in freedom by making these statements. As we finish here, what other tips would you use to someone to say, okay, using the word of God specifically, what do we else can we do with the word of God for maintenance to kind of walk in, in freedom? Um, the psalmist, Psalm 1 says, uh, blessed is the man. I go, whoa, 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 blessed is the man. That's what I want. I want blessing. Okay, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Like, wow, we want to be blessed, men? then meditate on God's word day and night. Let it reflect over and over again throughout throughout the day. Some people take a little memory verse cards and put it in their on their mirror. They are they'll write a, a little note of scripture to their wife and they put it on the mirror or they take little scriptures and they put it in their car with them and they're they're saying God's word, God's truth out loud. Just a real quick uh, kind of I, I jotted this down in my journal. And I'll, I'll, I'll share that at the next segment because we need to take a break right now. We're going to take a break, come back, hear more about that and prayer in regards to warfare here on Solid Steps Radio. I want to thank our sponsors, Louisville Podcast Studios. If you want to do a podcast or a video cast, you need to go to podlu.com, P-O-D-L-O-U.com if you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area. I'm telling you, for the money, you cannot beat it. It's not nearly as expensive as you think to get a professional-looking and sounding podcast. So podlu, P-O-D-L-O-U.com, Louisville Podcast Studios. Bright Star Home Care, if you know someone who needs in-home care, whether it's one day a week or 24-7 care, you know someone. If you don't know someone, you know someone who needs someone to come in and take care of their loved ones who are aging into that season of life and then Bright Star Home Care is the place to go to have that conversation and start your look and your process. Brightstarcare.com. That's brightstarcare.com. And then Dan Hart Financial, Hart, H-A-R-D-T, Dan Hart Financial. If you want to talk about what a biblical, wise-looking retirement looks like, whether you're two years away or 20 years away, Dan Hart can help you with that. So the last segment, we you were just getting ready to make a point, Kurt, about uh, the importance of having your mind saturated with scripture and a practical application of that. The reason why we need scripture and we need the truth is because the enemy is all lies. And so that's why we memorize scripture. That's why we read it. That's why we meditate on it, reflect on it. And the warning was when we memorize it and read, for us guys, many times we're tempted then to tout it. You know, we can quote this, you know, a host of memory verses. That is not the reason why we memorize Scripture. We memorize it so we can be men who live and walk in the truth, not so that we can impress others. But as guys, I'm tempted, so are you, that we want to impress others. We want to look good in front of other people. And that's just being stupid. Let's let's segue into we could talk on and on about this. But let's let's yeah. segue into praying and praying specifically even the word of God. How do we pray on a practical basis to maintain something that has already been given to us through Christ? What does our day to day look like in regards to prayer life? You know, again, it's Jesus said, "You can do nothing apart from me." 
And so when we pray, I think one of the great ways is begin, you can take almost any passage of Scripture and turn it into a prayer. So like, uh, like uh, you just, maybe you're just reading John chapter 1, and uh, you know, he says, you know, to the, all those who receive him, he gave the, the rights to become children of God. You just turn that into a prayer of thanksgiving. Lord God, thank you that I'm now a child of God. I have received you, Jesus, into my life, and now I'm a child of God. And you, you just turn it into prayer. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, many of you might know this, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your steps. He'll make your path straight. And so, oh, you turn that into prayer. Lord, today, help me to trust in you with all my heart, to lean not on my own understanding, Lord, but in all my ways today. Help me to acknowledge you, and Lord, I'm going to trust that you're going to direct my steps. You're going to make my path straight today. So help me to trust in you with all my heart. Mm-hmm. You can do you, uh, just any passage. Um, it is for freedom that Christ, Galatians 5, Galatians 5 says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Do not let yourselves be burned again by a yoke of slavery. Lord, today, help me. Thank you for my freedom, first of all, Lord. Thank you. And help me not to be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Why do people need to pray it out loud? Um, because four people hear it. Um, uh, the Lord will hear it whether we say it out loud or not. We can pray silently, and he knows our hearts. Um, but I think there's something powerful about um, the Lord hears it. Um, we hear it. Um, the people around us hear it, especially our family. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing when dads, when we can be praying out loud. And it doesn't have to be long. It'd be very, very short. Um, but then the powers of darkness hear it. And I think there's something powerful about um, when we submit to God, James 4, 7, submit, submit to God, resist the devil. I think that's part of resisting the devil um, when we proclaim the truth out loud. Now, how, we, how much of, of us, of our conversation out loud needs to be directed to God versus the spiritual forces of darkness? Uh, I, I think very rarely, uh, not, not rarely. I think we don't need to do that a lot. I, I, it needs to be directed toward God right. um, in our a prayer time to him, but when we are when the warning flag, uh, when the warning light goes on in the car, mm-hmm. when it says maintain English uh, uh, in, uh, engine, right? Um, <laughs> we do speak English. Yeah, yes. we do speak English. When the engine light pops on in the car, it's time. Uh, we, there's some serious issues going on. We need to have it looked at. When the engine light, spiritually speaking, pops on in our lives, that's when we need to be. Um, we need to regularly be submitting to God, resisting the devil. That's when we need to be resisting the, the devil. Okay, so in when Jesus was asked by his disciples, teach us to pray, his response was, our Father in heaven, hallowed be his name, right? He didn't say, and only every now and then, pray to be delivered, lead, be not led into temptation, and to be delivered from evil. He didn't say do that once a month. He just incorporated that as part of when you pray. So there is the maintenance of lead me not into temptation and deliver me from evil, which means that evil must be near us if we need to be praying to be delivered from it. Now, let's talk about some of those engine lights blinking. Um, What does that look like? What does a man need to look like in his own life? We're going to talk, if not at the end of this show, the entire next show, at least going to be devoted to spiritual warfare in our children and how we can train and pray for them. That's coming up. But right now, 
what does an individual, a guy need to be looking at? What, when does the light blinking, we need to be aware this may be spiritual warfare happening and what do we do about it? So like we talked in the break, mo- most of us know that we need to be reading and studying and thinking and meditating on the scriptures. Guys, have you ever, Chad, I ask you this, mm-hmm. and, I, and this is real for me. Right. I know that I, I need to go to the, God's Word. I can tell the Holy Spirit's lead me to do that, and I can think of 101 excuses not to do it. I'm too tired. I need to go do this. I need to go mow the yard. I need to, oh, you name it. And, and then we, we miss out on that opportunity. How many of you think, oh, golly, I'm just, a, I'm just a bum. I'm just a, and we let guilt and shame and condemnation take over. Guys, that is probably our own flesh, yes, but probably also demonic temptation for us to not go to God's Word. So just recognize that and, and then say out loud, no, I am, going to, I am going to be a man of truth, and I am going to, to the Scriptures. And that's a part of submitting to God and resisting the devil. I think that's part of the engine light pops on. But but I think there's a host of others as well. Well, just this morning, I was spending some time praying for my wife, for Jenna, the boys, and I had a designated time. I, I just set aside time, and I'm doing that. And at some point while I was praying, I had some images popping in my head, some graphic images popping up in my head. Now, I can tell you, I was in the middle of prayer in the beginning of the day, no phone around me, no computers around me, I'm praying and reading the Bible and I have these images pop in. I know at that point that that seems to be some level of distraction, temptation, and I need to be delivered from evil. And I just simply said, get behind me, Satan. Greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. I just quoted a couple scripture verses. The thoughts went away and I continued to what I was doing. How much of distraction is, is our life is temptation that we need to be aware of and and those kind of those images those temptations those distractions and what is the best way to to use prayer in the scripture to get out of that and specifically maybe with the word of god as far as armor of god Uh, well before we get to the armor i i i think we just out loud i think we need to say jesus i am i am yours i've been bought with your blood I'm a born-again follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and, um, and devil and demons and evil spirits. I resist you. This is coming right out of James 4. And uh, James chapter 4 for verse, our listeners. Verse 7. Verse 7. Okay. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. So there's, the, there's the, an equation there. Submit plus resist equals he's got to go. Doesn't say may go. Doesn't say sometimes go. Says he's he's got to flee, and so when out loud, I think one of the best ways that we can do that, especially when the engine light is on, when we are seriously in temptation, when we, when we are feeling the heat, when we are, um, whatever it it could be another woman, it could be you know our taxes, it could be you name it. Right. There's a hundred and million one ways to sin, and when when we are feeling that pressure, when we are being tempted, when we are being lured. Lord, I submit to you. I've been bought with the blood of Jesus, and I, I just right now submit to you. In powers of darkness, I resist you in the name of Jesus. So we're going to take a break. Be back shortly for our fourth and final segment here on Solid Steps Radio. 
we want to thank our sponsors of our show. Uh, you want to listen to it commercial free. You can go to SoundCloud, you can go to iTunes and you can just type in solid steps radio and listen to it commercial free. Thanks to our great sponsors. Uh, we want to thank uh, Southern smoke catering barbecue That's Southern smoke BBQ catering KY.com. Chris Hadley and his crew award-winning barbecue. They're a catering only company. You will love them. Southern smoke BBQ catering KY.com. Iroquois Family and Cosmetic Dentistry, Dr. Eric Veal. Uh, he has been supporting the show from day one, uh, close to day one, and uh, he takes care of the teeth of this show, and we are thankful for him, and he will take care of your teeth and your smile uh, in a very uh, loving way. And uh, Veritech Generator, they were very popular this time about a week ago, depending on when you listen to this show. There were some ice storms coming through, Veritech Generators for your home, for your business. You need maintenance on a generator, they can take care of your Veritech Generator. So as we finish up this fourth segment and the next week's show, we're going to talk more questions about can Christians be possessed? Uh, can, uh, what do we do with our children specifically? We're going to talk, spend a lot of time next week on children and their involvement of what do we do to help pray for our kids to be protected? And what happens if our kids start getting attacked in spiritual warfare, we feel like, well, wait a minute, what am I supposed to do? We're going to talk more about that in a much more detail next week. But as we finish up the show here, we want to talk about what do we do in our own life if we feel like we're being attacked spiritually? And uh, you had a couple of things you wanted to read here, Kurt. Well, we have to be as men. We have to be on mission for the Lord Jesus Christ. That is one of the greatest ways that we, we rebuff the enemy. Jesus said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, and we need to walk with that kind of power and that kind of authority. I want to touch just real quickly on what Dean used to train me. I, I, I shared about Dean, a Mennonite minister, back in the day, 25-plus years ago. He trained um, me in spiritual warfare, and he said, Kurt, live out and exercise the authority of Jesus. And one of the ways we do that is we pray the scriptures, we live, we embrace the scriptures, and, and we just try to walk with Jesus in his power and in the power of the Holy Spirit. But one of the things that the enemy is constantly, his, his greatest tool is deception. His greatest tool is lies. Let me, let me just read a couple out of uh, John Mark Comer's book, Live No Lies. He says, uh, there's just some lies that we many, many times we believe. I can't trust my wife. She'll cheat on me just like my mom cheated on my dad. That's a lie that many times we embrace and we believe and we hang on to that. Here's another one. Good things don't happen to me, so I even try to be successful. Here's another one. My, des- my best days are all behind me. Here's here's one more. If anyone actually knew me, they would reject me. No. God says, I accept you. You are mine. I have purchased you with my blood. I love you. I gave my life for you. Yes, you've got idiosyncrasies. Yes, you've got fallenness. Yes, you've got sin, but I love you and your sin is paid for. It has been purchased. And so it's it's just critical that we as believers, we embrace the truth and we begin to recognize the lies of the enemy. 
and the lies of our own flesh. So how do you know what? Do, how do we put on the full armor of God? There's six pieces of the armor. We'll just do this real quick. Uh, the belt of truth. That's the first one. Uh, we it, the belt of truth buckled around your waist. How, the, what do we need to do? Embrace the truth. That's why again we go back to God's word. His word is truth. After the breast. Uh, belt of truth. I'm going to mumble these through. Breastplate of righteousness. We put on the full righteousness of Jesus. It's not our righteousness. It's his righteousness. And we live in that identity. It's not, it's not something that our identity is in Christ, not in what we can or can't do. Put on the belt of truth. Put on the breast, breastplate of righteousness. Put peace on your feet. That's living missionally. That's living carrying around the peace of Christ, the peace of God. Um, and we walk and we live that out with others, especially with our families. Um, then uh, the helmet of salvation. and um, Shield of faith. Oh, yeah, I've got the shield of faith. That's next. <laughs> you got me around for this purpose. It's just to keep you on. It's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> shield of faith. We, we walk by faith, not by sight. Because there are arrows, flaming arrows coming after us, coming after us. Right? And, and we have to walk by faith. And it's, it's not things that we see, but it's the things of the things of God, the things of eternity. And then put on the helmet of salvation. And uh, that reminds us that our salvation has been purchased by the blood of Jesus. And we remind ourselves over and over again that, that the, that is what protects us. It's, it's the living Jesus Christ who lives in us. And then the last armor, uh, the piece of the armor is the, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And, and go back again to God's truth, God's Word. That is the, the only offensive piece of the, of the armor is, is the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit. And even, again, for those who had been listening before, it's the spoken Word of God, not just the reading of the Word of God. It's using the Word of God in prayer to speak it when we feel like we're being attacked, using it out loud because demons don't hear our thoughts. They're not omnipotent or omnipresent. Or omniscient. Um, they are fallen angels, but they cannot. So we have to say things out loud. Let me ask you this. Um, we don't have to shout at the devil, but I think there's something about when you're in prayer, when I, I've got to say something out loud if I feel like I'm being attacked, right? There's been those moments where I've had weird thoughts pop in my head and I'm like, I got to take that thought captive and I say something out loud to kind of defend against any kind of attack, if that's what it is. How important is the mind in regards to the battlefield? Oh, it is absolutely. I think Chip Ingram says that is the one of the key, key pieces, I mean, a helmet of salvation, we, uh, our head, and we have to renew our minds. That's what the Apostle Paul and the Scriptures say over and over and over again about the heart, about the mind. Um, Taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, Second Corinthians chapter five, Romans chapter twelve, one and two, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Philippians four eight. Think, think, think on those things that are true and pure and lovely of eternal worth. Think on those things. Mm-hmm. Proverbs four says, above all else, above all else, above what else? Above all else, guard your heart. Because out of it is the wellspring of life. So we have to really monitor how we think and, and constantly be renewing our mind. That's critical. So we're going to end here with some prayer. Kurt's going to pray and we're going to end out here. But next week's show, 
And we, we were going to do four weeks, then we realized we need one more week. <laughs> because next week we are going to focus primarily on, because we had I had a, a conversation this week with a woman whose niece is, we'll go into detail a little bit maybe next time, but the absolute darkness that this young lady who is in middle school is experiencing through the people she's hanging out with, the things she's watching, the things that she believes, and even the things that she's seeing that other people don't see around her, voices she hears. And this is happening more common than we want to believe. So we're going to dedicate a good portion of next week's show to what do we do with when we think our children are under attack and what do we do to intercessory pray for them, for their maintenance when they don't know what to pray for themselves. So we're going to talk about that as a good portion of next week's show. So be listening to that. Kurt, would you mind praying us out for this week? Yep. Lord God, help us as men. Help us to watch our eye gate. Help us to monitor our ear gate. Help us to, we, we really do need to, we all, we're constantly teaching. We're constantly learning. Lord, help us to be learning of your truth. Help us to be embracing your wisdom. Help us to be looking to you. Apart from you, Lord, we can do nothing. And so we're doomed without you. But Lord, with you, we're more than conquerors. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And so, Lord, help us to walk in victory. Help us to live under and with the authority of the Lord Jesus. Help us to be men who take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And help us to be men who saturate our hearts and minds, our lives, with your truth. And then that may that radiate throughout our lives and with our families and friends and our co-workers. Help people see Jesus Christ in us. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Join us next week as we talk about some of the questions of uh, how do you anoint your home with oil? Do you even need to do that? What does that mean? How do we maintain uh, and pray for our children? How do we, what do we teach our kids at five, six, seven, eight years old? What do they need to learn about spiritual warfare? We're going to talk about all those things next week here on Solid Steps Radio. Solid Steps Radio.